What's up, everybody? Happy and Merry Week 7 NFL Sunday to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, here with you on the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. We are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app. From the BetQL app, radio stations nationwide, we are on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we're talking all things sports betting, Week 7, NFL Sunday. The show presented now and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM. All right, you know how we do it. Each and every NFL Sunday morning here on You Better You Bet. All the line movement for every game is rapidly approaching. The actives and inactives for the 1 o'clock slate will be out in 30 minutes, and I will give you the fantasy embedding impact of all of those. That's coming up later this hour. Ken Barkley going to give you his underdog money line parlay. We will have a conversation about two team six-point teasers, of which there may be many coming up on today's board. Thy Royal Prop King will make Thou Royal appearance. Just over an hour from now to start off hour number two of today's show. And in an hour and 40 minutes from right now, best bets for every single game on the board. I got to tell you, I kind of missed the London game. I wish there was a game going on right now. But anyway, we are locked and loaded on this week seven NFL Sunday. Ken, how's it going? Yeah, it's going great. I think I'm right there with you, right? We got we got really used to, uh, you know, you, you wake up, uh, you know, my kids wake up really early. But just like even after they're up for only a little bit. It's like make some coffee and the pregame show's already on usually when I wake up and then, the, you know, the game starts and they kind of go do you know soccer or whatever they're going to do in the morning. And I like settle in and watch the game and prep the show. Like we all, we all got in some routines, I think with the, uh, with the international games. And now it's like, all right. So like go outside and stuff, I guess, like enjoy nature or something. Um, yeah, I, I miss, I miss the games too, but it's been, I mean, you know, that notwithstanding still like a really, really, really busy time in sports, which is, which is awesome. There's so much stuff going on and, uh, you know, baseball playoffs, obviously over the weekend, huge game tonight, uh, with the Astros and Rangers, hopefully, hopefully get a game seven. We'll see. And then, uh, and then just what Saturday brought, like, you know, I don't, I don't know what your betting experience was like the last couple of days, but had like the kind of college football Saturday that makes you never want to bet the sport ever again in your entire life. One of those. And, uh, and then like go to sleep, like knowing that I was like really likely to win this golf tournament that was going on, but like wake up and watch the coverage and Colin Morikawa wins the golf tournament, which was awesome. Like helps kind of balance what's just been like a really crazy betting weekend for me so far. Um, so it's already been kind of a whirlwind and, uh, and NFL games haven't even started yet. That's how I'm doing. Yeah, I just like how we we go off the air on Friday with um, Adolis Garcia up for the Texas Rangers. And I think I said, like, literally as the show's going off the air on Friday, like, on what pitch does Garcia ground into a double play here? Like, the Rangers are going to eventually end up losing this game. And then we're off the air. 15 seconds later, Garcia launches a home run, and the Rangers take the lead. And it's looking like Texas is going to win the game and take a 3-2 lead, and it's going to be really awesome. And uh, we obviously, we have Texas to win the American League, and that would have been great. And then Jose Altuve smashes a three-run homer. And it's just like, what, 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 what are you going to do? Like, what do you do with this team, with the Astros? I hate them as a Yankee fan. I'm wearing my Yankee hat right now. You know what you do? You take the Yankee hat off, your hat off, and you tip the cap to the Houston Astros. I hope the Rangers can win and force a Game 7 and win the American League pennant. Uh, 
Not feeling great about it, if we're being totally honest here. I definitely feel like we're on our way to Astros-Phillies Part 2 in the World Series after Houston beating Philadelphia in the Fall Classic last year. And even as a New Yorker, we'll be rooting very hard for Philly if indeed that is the World Series coming up in just a little bit here. So that's what's going on in baseball. Great job by Ken calling a shot with Colin Morikawa winning the Zozo yeah, over in Japan. That's two uh, great job shots by you, man. in three weeks. It's ever since we've ever since we started calling our shots, we should have done that more often. Because apparently, when I just like speak it into existence, it just happens. Like I think, Luke, I, you know what? Luke List's going to win this tournament, and Luke List wins. And then di- didn't have the winner last week, and then this week, like oh, I think, you know, pick the winner. Definitely Colin Morikawa, and he just smashes the field too. Hadn't won in a little while. Um, and that's you know that happens sometimes. You get like a world class player in a field with not a lot of world class players. If the world class player is on, which they're not always on. But if they're on, like, it's it's game over. Like, and you know right away. Like, they, he made the turn yesterday, and I just go, he might win by seven shots. Like, this is just going away. So that was really fun. Uh, went off as, you know, like 14, 15 to 1, which was great. And golf kind of takes a little backseat here for for a few weeks, I think. But really, really, after college football yesterday, which, like, I won't, you know, like, bellyache about how it went. But one game specifically, just because I think a lot of people obviously watched, you know, games yesterday. They're going to watch games today. The like the series of events in Duke, Florida state is like one of those things where you just go like, I've already been kicked a lot today and you're going to, you're going to be leading entering the fourth quarter Duke uh, plus 14 and a half, get the best of the number and uh, winning in the fourth quarter. And you're going to get outscored 21, nothing in the fourth quarter to not cover the number. Like really. And obviously part of that was precipitated by the fact that their quarterback got knocked out of the game almost exactly at that point, uh, which I'm talking about when they got outscored 21, nothing. So it was kind of like, all right, like, yeah, okay, yeah, that was bad. Okay, yeah, that's not going great either. Okay, like Duke. Oh, no, actually not that either. Actually not that one. So, yeah, but I, I mean, another crazy day of college football, obviously, and a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff happening. We will get to all the line movement coming up for today, Week 7 NFL Sunday in just a second. But last note on college football, Ken, um, at BetMGM, our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks, we now have a new favorite to win the Heisman Trophy and a new favorite for school to win the national championship. And following Michigan's like approximate 900 to nothing drubbing yesterday of uh, of Michigan State, and whether they cheated or not immaterial, like Michigan yeah. de- destroys Michigan State in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan, Ken, is the favorite to win the national championship for the first time this season. A non-Georgia school is the favorite. Michigan plus 225. Georgia now plus 275. Ohio State beats Penn State. Ohio State now the third choice, plus 700. And J.J. McCarthy, Michigan's quarterback, is now the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Washington does win yesterday, beating Arizona State, but like not a great statistical day for Michael Penix Jr. So McCarthy is now plus 200. Penix is plus 300. We'll do more on this on the weekday edition of You Better You Bet this week, obviously, with the Heisman Trophy. But any like big picture thoughts from college football, with now the market pointing squarely towards the team you've been talking about all season as your favorite team to win the national championship and their quarterback, J.J. McCarthy with Michigan, now the favorite to win the Heisman as well. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I haven't seen the update for this third market, but it ro- it ropes into these two, which is first overall pick in next April's NFL draft, right? Uh, Drake May loses as a 24-point favorite to Virginia and doesn't play great in the game. Uh, Caleb loses to Utah and just like all the quotes coming out of that team, Lincoln Riley, like doesn't let the players talk to the media after the game, which apparently has never happened like in the history of the USC program. Um, so kind of just a, a lot of stuff going on. And while those two quarterbacks struggled and Caleb loses his second in a row, Michigan and their quarterback, uh, you know, and I'll, I'm not saying they're playing great teams every week, but like they are also winning 10 billion to nothing every single week. Uh, somebody was texting me this morning, like, 
you know, should we buy Marvin Harrison Jr. Heisman? He had a great game against Penn State. Obviously, that's why that person sent that message. Somebody like that's awards with me. And I go, look, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm upset that this happened so fast because we talked about this last week. Like, well, let's let Penix win the next two games, which they did win. And they're going to play Stanford this week and they're going to win again. Like, let's let them win a couple. And then Washington and Penix enters the toughest part of their schedule for really difficult opponents over an entire month, starting with USC in a couple weeks. Although I don't know what that game's going to be at this point, but the, the opponents get a lot tougher. It's not Arizona State at home. It's not Stanford. And I was like, cool, prior to that stretch, we're going to bet like maybe May, maybe McCarthy, maybe like whoever's kind of emerged. And it, it happened too fast. Like Penix, they won, but he was bad and McCarthy was electric. And so like, and Caleb lost again and some of these other guys lost. So it's like the market reshuffled too fast for me to like jam in some bets at really good prices. Uh, and I, I agree with this. And I just, the thing I would say is look like, I, you know, it's not contrarian to be like Michigan's the most likely team to win the national title. Like they were the third favorite at the start of the year, Georgia and Alabama were the two favorites. So this isn't like out of left field. But I just have been really consistent the entire time that, like, for me, just the work that I do historically, they make the most sense. And then you eye test, watch them. I know it's bad teams, but just, like, the jarring nature of the statistics that they're putting up. I mean, like, I, I texted somebody this, and I know they haven't played Penn State yet. That'll be in a couple weeks. And I know they haven't played Ohio State yet. That'll be the last week of the regular season, obviously. There's a chance that this is a historically good regular season team. Now, whether that translates to the playoff with the week off, we, we will never know. But like just as a 12 week or 13 week, or they're going to play Iowa in the Big Ten title game, maybe as like a regular season accomplishment or somebody else. The Big Ten West is nuts. Uh, they have the chance to be like historically good. They're actually they're like historically the best right now because they haven't played anybody when they play Penn State and they play Ohio State. Does that still happen? And if that's true. Like, let's say, okay, they they are like top five in points scored and points allowed, which never happens. And all of these other statistics that accompany that. Let's say that's true and they're historically good. Isn't their quarterback definitely going to win the Heisman Trophy if that happens? If they're a historically good team and they go undefeated in a year like this, where like Caleb's lost twice, I, you know, cool. Like Penix can go undefeated and win. But yeah, like I, I totally agree with this. I'm like mad that it happened so fast because we were angling towards something like this once Penix started playing his most difficult part of his schedule. I, I'm just a little upset if Drake's not going to win the Heisman Trophy because I was going to have lots of, like, Justin Timberlake and sync like it's going to be May as far as who's going to win the Heisman uh, Trophy. Yeah. So maybe, well, gonna have so maybe like, yeah, yeah, yeah but... working the problem both ways. Yeah, I think, like, the Drake, we've done a lot of the Drake. It was going to be, sure. like, if he was going to be the favorite, I was going to ask you, so, Ken, like, who do you think is going to win the Heisman Trophy? And then you could have given us your best, like, saying it's, it's going to be May. May. Yeah. It's bow, so, bow, bow, we'll do bow. Right. <laughs> You've got no choice, babe, <laughs> but to bet Drake, you know. All right. Uh, that's college football, golf. Oh, by the way, the NBA starts again in a couple of days. Can't wait to oh, talk about God. the NBA this week on You Better, You Bet. But for now, we got to bring you all the line movement here on Countdown to Kickoff on the BetQL Network, Week 7 NFL Sunday for the entire slate today. All the games on the board with this edition, Kenny Henderson of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved.
It's different. Week 7, NFL Sunday. Ken, let's begin our line movement sojourn in Indianapolis, where it looks like Deshaun Watson's going to be the Browns' starting quarterback today. All the overnight reports from NFL insiders saying that Watson would go through a pretty game workout and barring some sort of setback to whatever the hell this injury is that he's got to his shoulder or rotator cuff that I think everyone's kind of like in the dark on what this actually is. It does seem like Watson's going to play. We'll have official confirmation coming up in about 20 minutes. Ken, what do you have for us here with the Browns and the Colts in Indy? Yeah, some really interesting line movement in this game that started on Friday when the more optimistic report, you know, back-to-back limited practices for Watson during the week. And so you start to get that bullishness on him playing, and that's going to get baked into the market where, you know, Cleveland, who was a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, remember they're off the win against San Francisco last week, uh, but with, that was with P.J. Walker as the starting quarterback, and they were a massive underdog in that game. So from a, just a point spread standpoint, they weren't going to be a big favorite you know, when, until we knew whether Watson was going to play or not, two and a half on the road. That's where we opened. And all of the line movement, as you can imagine, as we get closer and closer to the game, and it seems more and more likely that Deshaun Watson's going to play, the Browns are going to be favored by more and more as we get more optimistic about that happening. So we go two and a half to three. Then on Friday, three to kind of like juice three, kind of three and a half. And now like, it's pretty safe to say we're like really just three and a half right now. Like the Browns are three and a half minus 110 in a lot of places. It's not everywhere, but like, that's kind of where we sit right now. So like a really big, if you're just kind of measuring line move during the week, it's actually one of the biggest ones we have because it starts on one side of the most key number three and ends up on the other side. Like if you were somebody at the start of the week who thought like Watson's gonna play, then you actually could have like bet uh, Browns two and a half and you bet Colts three and a half now you middle three for nothing in the game and you're kind of off and running like the value of not just information but just like critical thinking through some of these quarterback injuries like you can create some really valuable bets and this game's a really good example of that and indeed it is with the Browns and the Colts and again we will bring you like information when we've got it here as to Deshaun Watson status should know in about 15 minutes from now whether he will in fact start today for the Browns on the road at the Colts uh that I <laughs> You talk and think about great quarterback matchups in the history of the National Football League. Man, I don't think any of them hold the candle to Bajant, Hoyer, the Bears, and the Raiders. I actually did my show on WFAN earlier today and got a note from a prominent NFL reporter who will remain nameless saying that Bajant is the correct pronunciation for uh, for Chicago's starting quarterback. So it'll be Tyson Bajant starting for the Bears. Fields out two to three weeks. No surgery on the thumb, no IR. But uh, Fields out for a couple weeks. Bajant will start in his place, the former Division II quarterback at Shepard. And for the Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo can expect to be back next week in the lineup for Vegas, who with a win improves to four and three today. It'll be the veteran and Brian Hoyer, not AOC, hashtag Green New Deal. It'll be Hoyer starting for the Raiders. Um, Give us like a quick update here. We can carry this over into the next segment if we need to as well. The Raiders and the Bears from Soldier Field. Yeah, but I I think this one's pretty quick. It's just a hilarious quarterback matchup, and you would imagine this is a a tough market to figure out, like, what do I want to bet in, or what should the number be? Uh, It's been pretty steady throughout the entire week, so the Raiders were a three-point favorite when it seemed like Garoppolo was maybe going to play. Raiders three on the road. Then when he is declared out, before we even know the starter, but the fact that it's not him, you go to two and a half, Raiders by two and a half, that's where we sit right now. Uh, And the total got bet up over a little bit, but still 38 and a half, a a very low total for for a game today. Bajan, Hoyer, week seven in the NFL. On the other side, more live movement coming up for week seven, including the Giants and the Commanders in the Meadowlands as Tyrod Taylor starts in place of Daniel Jones.